0: Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's 2.30. It's in Santa Barbara. We're having another 8.05 conversation. We've got a guest with us today, Patrick Melroy. Patrick, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thanks to everybody who has joined us. And uh, let's uh, let's get started because one of the things, Patrick, is uh, we were just talking about timeliness. I like to go kind of quick through these. So um, I just want to let people know how this works. If you've got questions, go ahead and put them in the uh, question panel over on the GoToMeeting control panel. And I'm doing double duty as host and uh, question answerer. Uh, If you have technical questions, you can put them in there. I'll do my best to answer them. Uh, You can follow us at, at 805 Connect if you want to. If you are not in 805 Connect, and you heard about this webinar from maybe Patrick's post or social media. Um, if you follow us, then you'll hear about other webinars that we're doing. We're doing once a month, typically the last Wednesday of the month. And if you're not a member, go ahead uh, and join us. So uh, we do want to thank our sponsors. Citrix is the sponsor of our webinar series. They've been a fantastic uh, host for us. And the 805 Connect project is sponsored by these fine people. And uh, Patrick, you'll notice pull string there prominently with all of the media oh. sponsors. There nice. you go. Yep. You're right there, right in the middle. So everybody can see it. And we also have Adiz, uh, which is that red A in the center. They just came on last week, did a nice story on them, They're a great management consulting company. So we're thrilled to have them. So let's get into it. The golden age of podcasting. Um, I met Patrick, uh, it seems like a couple of months ago now, but not uh, pretty recently. Um, uh, we follow Kimmy D, the local comedian, and she did a podcast with you, a relatively new podcast. Then I said, Whoa, there's a podcaster in town. Uh, I've been been—I've been doing this for, I don't know, since they first started coming out. And I, I wore that little um, iPod around, that little lanyard iPod, and I would listen to podcasts. And and so Patrick and I struck up a conversation and said we ought to do something here uh, with 805 connect and with our 805 conversations and uh, Patrick says, yeah, let's do that. let's bring podcasting to small businesses and give a voice to them and Patrick um, one of my favorite questions asked is tell us something that people don't know about you and what you told me was that you were a magician, which I, I love when you were a kid and yeah, that when um, I was a kid. And that, and so, there, so we have some connection there. And then um, that your mom was the Betty Crocker homemaker of the year in 1964. So does that make you uh, leave it to Beaver? <laughs> yeah. It could be, much. right? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then also that um, in your hometown, the mascot, which I didn't even know a hometown could have a mascot is a scutter. So a sputter. A, a sputter. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. So I'm thinking potato chips, and you're thinking there you go, sputter, perfect. So Patrick, welcome. Uh, we're glad to have you here. Let's um, let's get started. we talk about podcasting. And uh, I'm I'm going to assume people have some sense of what it is. If they don't have any sense, why don't you kind of tell us, you know, why now? We've been doing it for eight years, and why is it an overnight success?
1: Well, I mean, the obvious answer that everybody just, you know, answered in their head when you said that is Serial. Uh, serial came uh, out and continued the the, the uh, long-standing traditions of This American Life and NPR and that kind of very comfortable, very well-metered uh, voice in your head th- of listening to, you know, This American Life tell you a story uh, that either seemed very familiar to you or um, seemed like something that you could connect to and, and build a relationship with. Um, but it's been going, like you said, for you know, several years now, over eight, um, in the mainstream, I would say. It's been up and functioning for, for even longer than that. But uh, the real success of the, of the thing picked up speed with uh, shows like Mark Maron, uh, his WTF show, The Nerdist, and before that, Adam Carolla built out a whole network. And Adam transitioned from uh, uh, live radio into uh, the podcast realm. Um, and that, and that's really he brought with him an entire clutch of people that were looking for the experience of listening to a show in their, right. in their headphones, right. or, uh, but that they could take it anywhere. And that it was more it, this this fits back into the DVR concept of of having, um, uh, you know, destination or appointment appointment listening where you can uh, listen at your at your leisure and you can pause it and start it, uh, but in the long form, so you get much more time in it. So why now? I because the the technology has finally allowed us through the app the apps uh, you know the app store has given us all sorts of opportunities to uh, to get lots and lots of access to all sorts of different authors, all sorts of different content uh, in ways that we never really had access before, uh, and it's certainly picked up a, a strong a strong momentum. Did I get it?
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that's it. And so, what was it that got you to you know you Pullstring has been you know you're you're a fine artist, uh, so we'll you know we'll we'll disclose your, your you you teach. Uh, you've been teaching for years, and I think you've got a couple of books on your site. You're publishing some some uh, was it nonfiction or fiction work right now? you did a call for participation?
1: Right, we're doing a, well, uh, my partner, uh, Raymond Douglas, and I started Pustering Press uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, with the intent of becoming content providers on multiple platforms. And one of them has been uh, publishing small runs of books, and we've had some very successful uh, fun runs with those. Um, but the, the the podcast grew out of that because as artists, uh, there's this moment where you really codify your ideas by saying them out loud. And so we were having these conversations huh. around the table. And... Never, never more do you know exactly how you feel about something until you have to say it out loud. Like right now and right here, you know. And I think that's that's the draw to being uh, a content creator like this is that it really causes you to decide how do I feel about something. Oh. And now it's recorded and it's it's you know it's in the record and it's going to be out there forevermore. And so now you have to uh, deal with that or reconcile that because right. you've just said it. And that happened for me when I was teaching and I'm standing in front of a classroom full of. 35, 65, you know, sometimes 300 young minds at the university, and a question's posed to me about contemporary art, and I have to stand there and defend my beliefs or defend my position while simultaneously bringing them along with me. Well, that allowed me to really develop how I feel about something. It's sure. not just about sure. developing the language, but it's about, you know, finding a place in your own mind for how you feel about something. So the podcast was just a, a perfect extension of that opportunity to sit down with my friends, my peers, my uh, collaborators, and the people around me. You, you've been on the show, and, and say, you know, hey, what do you, what's your story, and what do you think about this? Right. And in doing that, we make this incredible record.
0: Someone, uh, I, I used to quote them, they said, I don't know what I think, I haven't said it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that that fits it perfectly.
0: So the why now for us is that uh, you're easy to work with, and I really like your point of view because you bring an artistic sensibility to this business conversation that we want to have. Because I don't want to do really dry stuff. I want ha- I want it to be fun, uh, yeah. and and I think that's that's going to happen. So the why now, it's going to be easy. We're going to be able to do something uh, really really interesting. So, so why don't we talk about why it works? Why is podcasting as a medium so successful? And why do you think it's going to work having these business conversations? I mean, any kind, but why do you think it yeah. works? Well,
1: the first part of that is that it, it works because it's, it's guilt-free content acquisition. You don't have to feel bad because you're almost always doing something else. You're, you're exercising, you're walking, you're doing your laundry, you're doing these uh, these other things, you're driving, you're in your commute. And there's no way to speed those tasks up. There's just no way to, to really like, like shorten your commute or change your commute other than to start bringing content into it. But this allows you to guilt-free, uh, you know, acquire either, you know, history or... Lessons or stories or just you know just not be alone in that moment that you're that you're doing this thing that you you know want to be have to be doing to maintain your life but uh, now you have a podcast to drop to drop into your ears and it's such a uh, uh, you know it's such a great way to get you know that 45 50 minutes down the road is is, is by sitting and listening or uh, you know uh, acquiring that information as it comes into your head and. and so why it works, it's, it's just it's this absolutely simple, intimate thing that, that comes into you without you really having to do anything. But simultaneously, like I said before, you can pause it. You can deal with what's in front of you, order your coffee, get your coffee, and then go back on your walk.
0: So talk to me about this. You said this a couple of times. We talked about it. You don't feel alone. What, what do yeah. you mean by that?
1: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean it to sound like, uh, you know, that all of us, you know, can't reconcile those, those moments of, of isolation. But uh, it's, I find that it's, it's, there are certain people in my life, like Malcolm Gladwell, um, like uh, uh, NPR's uh, Ira Glass, that I really, or, or even Alec Baldwin, I've been enjoying lately. Cause, Me uh, too. Me too. He's got, a, he's got a voice from my childhood. So there's, there's this kind of uh, great feeling of walking along and feeling like there's a connectivity that I have now. Uh, in a way that you don't get any any other uh, platform. If Alec Baldwin uh, for one shows up on a on a talk show, then you know we, we get a few minutes with him. But but here you get this kind of like very extensive almost phone conversation where you're just listening uh, in, you're listening uh, on the opportunity. When it comes to the small business side of things, I think I kind of uh, you know walked away from that a little bit, but there's a very authentic feeling to to when we when we push push up on the air uh, somebody who uh, is talking about what they do for, as a day job or what they do for a living or, or a business that they've built. And I'm thinking of people like Make Smith in town, who's a you know. That was a great show.
0: podcast.
1: Great interview. You know, really, really committed person who's you know living out literally the American dream. Literally the thing we talk about all the time of like pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. This kid is literally doing it, and having an opportunity for him to express you know in in ex, you know extended amounts of time. Uh, his choices and how he created his business and his ideas. Uh, also, we brought Julia Mayer, who created uh, the very successful uh, French press coffee company, and also and to, excellent. Yeah, and we got to listen to these details that you would never get access to otherwise. And so, when you're talking about building a relationship with a business, I have lots of relationships here in town with small businesses, but getting to hear the owner and the owner's experience and the way that they they you know traveled from start to present. Uh, is fascinating to me, and I think that it builds out their brand in a really strong way, that it gives them an authentic touchback to us, the people who are most interested in knowing about them.
0: That's so dead on that, you know, I think that's the other aha moment I had after listening to Julia's, which ac- actually was a two-parter. Uh, you can yeah, go find that on... Yeah. It was, it was, you, you don't want it to stop, yeah but the next time I went into French press, which is like the eight oh five clubhouse, uh, yeah, I felt like I totally knew her. I'd known her for a long time, and I'd seen her. I knew she was the owner, but I didn't feel like I knew her. But in listening, I was like, oh, this is it gave me deep insight, and again, you asked questions that weren't just the normal about the business, which is what inspired me to do what what it is that we're doing. Which is yeah. to really understand the people behind the business. That's something with 805 Connect. People say, Well, do I just list my business? And I said, Well, yeah, but I'm more interested in you. And I think people will be more interested in in you and the people behind the business, which is why we ask the kinds of questions that we have in there, in our profile, which are which are just different. So so it, it works. I think the other piece you said was um it's like you, you said. It's really personal because that's person yeah. in my head, and there's a trust factor that develops, especially after you listen to them for a, a while and you get to know the the hosts as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's every uh, every podcast has you know has its own flavor and its own uh, own experience, and I think that I really. Uh, when I switch back and forth between podcasts or when I start a new one and start listening to a new one there's always that that acquisition moment where you're trying to figure out who is this that's you know that's talking here but um you know that's 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 the the real beauty of it is is that if there's a there's thousands of podcasts currently but they're very you know local also there's the availability of getting into talking you know like like ours is uh, oh we just clicked into it nice um, Santa Barbara is such a specific and interesting place, but very often a lot of the media that's, that that hits us and that comes out of here is very homogenized, you know, and it doesn't feel like it's uh, specifically feels like we're here and or that or that it's coming from here. And I think that that's a you know we're a really wonderful, interesting small town that that can't just be nailed down into. Uh, uh, into the box that is, uh, you know, beachside town that that looks like Spanish architecture from the 20s. You know, we're we're a much more interesting, vibrant uh, community than that, and so we're hoping to expand that and, and expand that conversation and express that conversation.
0: That's what's interesting. I've been in Santa Barbara since 1972, and with this project for the last, you no, know, almost we're going into our second year. I have to think beyond the three mountains and Pacific Ocean on one side and, and look north up to San Luis. I've, I've been up to San Luis many, many, many times and meeting amazing people up there and getting to know the folks at Cal Poly and the, and the Hothouse and the various small businesses and large businesses. And then all the way down to Ventura and understanding the nuances between Ventura and Conejo Valley and Westlake and, and Camarillo. And there are just such amazing people who have chosen to live here in this right. region and put quality of life above everything else because it's cheaper elsewhere. You can maybe make more money elsewhere. It's easier to hire people. It's all, all of those things are easier, but you don't get uh, 72 degrees, you know, 300 days out of the year. And you don't get um, that small you we're know, 21 small towns, right, uh, in, in this region that are loosely knit by the 101 freeway and that is that's been an a, an interesting awareness for me and so i've been trying to find a way and we, we do it with the webinars it's just not enough to have conversations right the the kind of conversations i get to have are they're spectacular with these small businesses that i meet all the time and what they're trying to do and every single one now now that we've got the podcast it's um, okay can i get you on a friday uh, Friday morning, we want to get you down and, and talk about your project because there there are global businesses that are small, uh, that are run out of, you know, small shops here somewhere in the 805 that we definitely want to give a, a global voice to. And this is going to be uh, another way because they wouldn't think of doing this on their own. Right. So this is something that we can bring to them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's like most things uh, inside of the business world is that you're a really good, um, you know, landscape architect and and that means that probably uh, you need to spend a lot of time in business working on that business. What we provide is, is, is just an auxiliary, an extra thing. We spent the time figuring out how to make podcasts really good and everybody starts talking from the beginning like, oh, well, I can watch a YouTube video and, and get it up and going. And, uh, and that's how I felt about designing um, uh, you know uh, online web pages back in the day but uh, but it it really turns out that you have to really know what you're doing and and, and get that uh, get that experience from somebody who's done it before and so we really you know we spend a lot of time focusing on uh, uh, you know making it better every week and, and increasing the quality of what we do every week so that the landscape architect doesn't have to
0: exactly so let's talk about this new show 805 conversation yeah uh it's it's been fun looking looking for music and getting graphics and booking guests and uh talking to people about what we want to do and uh you and i have talked about um we do improv on wednesday nights and one of the things we learn in improv is to prepare not and don't plan so um we have a a rough idea of what we want to do here. It's, we, we want to add value, right? That's important. I want you to spend that 45 minutes, whether you're doing the laundry or in my case, you know, cooking in the kitchen, I want it to be where you're like, kind of was really good. What's the next one going to be like? And so we'll, we'll do a great job of getting, there's no lack of interesting stories in the region that is, that is for sure. And there's a lot of people who have supported this project that we want to talk to who really um, they care about the vitality of the region. Because, you know, at the end of the day, 805 Connect is about w- what do we do together to be this catalyst for conversation about things that matter to us in the region? And, and how do we make a difference um, for the people who aren't necessarily going to go join uh, some kind of economic development forum or go to those kind of things. What what can they do? Um, uh, here's an example is in the interview you had with Julia, the owner of the French press with her husband, Todd, they felt that they didn't have a, a, a ring of resources to go to to talk about what do we do with HR? What do we do about you know right. this? What it, there's so many... Things we, we track actually 135 different skills that a, a business person needs to have some capability with. Uh, and they're like really good at making coffee or really good at managing people. And there's 132 <laughs> right. other things uh, that you need to do. And they form their own group of people. And I, I met um, the owner of Say Cheese the other day right. and I said, I only know you because you are part of this cabal that, that Julia has uh, with other people. And I, I, I'm really curious how many other people have set those kinds of networks up, those informal networks with other small businesses. And and the more I ask that question, the more I hear from people. And so our show, we hope, will be a this catalyst for conversation. And... and what's great is it it's business but as you were talking we were talking earlier you said the uh johnny carson show was was entertainment but everybody yeah. t- tell me about that again how, do, how did you tie johnny carson to business
1: well so this is this is something we that they do so well right johnny carson the tonight show and 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 now the heirs to that you know jimmy fallon um you're watching an, an hour-long commercial I mean, the, the idea is is that I mean that's always been the case, sponsored by GE or whoever else, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's really it's a it's a really digestible way to receive the information that's coming. But every single guest that comes on the uh, you know the show, the Tonight Show, is is presenting information about a product, whether that's a movie or an album that's coming out or a comedy show, uh, and which is fine. Again, it's you know I'm willing to trade that time to 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 be entertained by it. But that's what's happening this is th- that this is a business opportunity uh, where you can impact the market, get your message uh, out, communicate uh, your values or, or the authenticity of your brand um, or the reasons that, that, that people should participate in the product or the project that you're doing. And uh, that's the idea behind you know, extending the podcast out to businesses and especially this 805 Conversations is this idea of saying we are a platform that can, can make your message one that is very digestible and, and makes sense and is, and is easily attained, you know, you don't have to do a lot of work to figure it out or research to, right. to dig through and figure out, you know, well, what, you know, when you, when you want to see this movie and you're not sure if this movie is any good, one of the ways to do it is to, is, is to watch, uh, you know, late night and see if the person is remotely compelling uh, for four minutes while talking to, to Jimmy Fallon. And if and if you find them distasteful or uninteresting or, or not good at what they're doing, then they're probably not a very good representative for their brand, And you know. And you don't go see the movie. Um, that's a dark thought, <laughs> but but that's our intention: is is to present a wonderful platform where people right. can, uh, you know, extend out and expand their brand and expand their conversation, so that people can get to know them uh, in a very fast, uh, you know, enjoyable manner, rather than having to uh, to dig through a bunch of uh, statistics
0: and research. So it'll be up up to us to ask those interesting questions, which um, I've I've told people the last 13 years with Intro Networks, I'm I'm really in the question business. Yeah. As we ask questions through a profile, I can't be there in person to ask the questions yet. I want to get this really deep understanding about someone before I'm going to work with them or bring them on a team or do business with them. So how you, I, I, I probably have, 30 books that are just books of questions, uh, which oh, are really interesting. And so I, I, I'm always kind of on the lookout for that. So speaking of questions, uh, why don't yeah. we open it up um, to our attendees? So uh, attendees, you can go into the question area there and you can type in a question and then I'll read those out loud. I want to start with one though. Um, I would like to uh, ask the people on the call to type in their favorite podcast i'm just curious what we'll see um we've mentioned four or five uh during our call here i'm just curious Uh, and uh hopefully when we ask this in a year someone will say they they can't miss uh that 805 conversation so there we go so um tim ferris yeah patrick i was listening to tim uh last night and in fact uh here's the power of the podcast. When they talk, when you trust that person, they talk about a product. We go and buy the product. He's, uh, you've heard of, um, the bulletproof coffee uh, yep. before. So now he's got bulletproof tea. And oh, he's doing
1: the pro- He's got a product on it. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: No, it's not a product. He was just saying, Hey, I just wanted to show you, I make this tea. It's this green tea, black tea, coconut oil. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that looks pretty good. I trust him. And, uh, <laughs> And it, it, the last batch of that tea arrived today. So uh, we're going to try that. And then um, Eric says, uh, barbell shrugged, fitness related. huh? Not, not heard of that. So um, other questions that we've got. Now, I wanted to let people know that um, I, I've i got a long list of people that I'm trying to get. But if you can think of someone that you uh, would like us to approach to try to get on the, the 805 conversation just send mail to mark at 805 connect and then uh okay here we go Greg's what are the do's and what are the don'ts of podcasting what are best practices now this comes from Greg Van Ness who's the CEO of Tolman and Weicker the uh, the, uh what is it a hundred years I think they've been or something like that uh in the region and Greg's going to be one of our first guests so he's trying to get some tips right now so what are the do's and don'ts
1: well these are these there's there's one big do and one one big don't. Here's one big do. Uh, find yourself a really good critic uh, who's going to listen to every single show and give you feedback as quickly as possible, oh, great. Uh, week to week. And that's my brother. My brother listens to every show and uh, gives me uh, intense feedback, un unfiltered, absolutely straightforward. And it's the most valuable thing you can have is is to have somebody who listens completely critically, totally critically, uh, with every intention of giving you a judgment. I love him for that because uh, because nobody else is really willing to to you know holler at the Emperor if he's got no clothes on. Uh, and the and the don't, the really big don't, the biggest don't there ever was in podcasts is don't eat on the mic because there is no chewing sound that anybody ever wants to hear. It never makes the story better. So uh, don't eat on the mics, and that's and that's a strange. It seems like such an obvious thing, but everybody shows up and they've got a snack and they think they're gonna. And it's we 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 did when we had you in. You brought I, in those. I I brought
0: a snack, yeah.
1: And they were beautiful and they were wonderful, but um it uh well it slowed me down because I <laughs> I have to step off the mic to eat it, you know. So get get yourself a really good critic who loves you and uh, uh and who's willing to be honest and don't eat on the mic.
0: So um, Eric wants to know, he says, I'm starting a podcast and just can't seem to nail down a name for it. Any suggestions for naming your podcast?
1: Yeah, here's, I, this happens to uh, everybody. We did it wrong. We named our podcast Towned. And uh, my idea was there is it was based on the, uh, the old art uh, web, uh, you know, the uh, SEO idea of be the only thing on Google that's named that. Well, it turns out when it comes to podcasts, it's a terrible idea. What you want in a podcast is you want a combination of your topic and subject matter that will draw people in uh, and then mix with a little bit of kind of your character, who you are. So the one that I've seen do really well are things like Philosophy Jerks. It's a perfect oh. name. It's drawing in people who want to learn about philosophy. When somebody goes to the iTunes store and types in uh, you know, a topic like philosophy, when they go down the list of all the different philosophy shows that pop up, the one that says Philosophy Jerks is. Sounds you know, fun.
0: I'd listen to that. Give it a shot. I'd yeah. listen to that. Yeah, yeah I would.
1: So, so when you're picking a name, you know, go with your topic, nail down your topic, and then throw into it. Uh, here's another one I love: Probably Science. It's a really great show with uh, uh, Matt Kershaw on it and some other comedians out of LA. Probably Science, it, it sticks, it, it's something you can that. recommend to a friend. Uh, and it seems you instantly listen to it and say, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a good time. They almost never talk about science.
0: <laughs> Greg wants to know, how does one distribute or post a podcast? That You made that easy. You answered that for me. It's, it's so easy, right?
1: It's so easy once you get it set up. Yeah, once you get it set up, then it, uh, it really goes quickly. You're going to look for a podcast uh, provider. We use uh, a couple. We use uh, SoundCloud and we use Libsyn. Libsyn is liber- uh, Liberated Syndication. It's one of the biggest uh, podcast providers out there, but really any of the ones that are in the, the, that know what they're doing, they'll help you and walk you through an RSS feed, which is something you need in order to go to the iTunes store. Um, iTunes is, uh, takes about five days to get uh, up on the, the store, um, but once you get up, and it takes uh, 15, 20 minutes for you to upload a new show every time. Um, but you know, it really just comes to you. You want to post it, uh, you know, everywhere you can find to post it and, uh, having a good, you're going to pay $15 a month, 15 to $20 a month to post it. Just like, just like anything else. It's just, that's the cost of doing business. Um, but we recently just added SoundCloud to our portfolio and we're, we're pretty happy with what they can do. The interface is beautiful and millennials love it. So,
0: well, the good news is, is we're going to be working with you and if people locally want to do something, they can work with you as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. We're uh, we're always happy to answer questions.
0: And we're we're help we're your small business. So we're helping grow your small business. So this is this is how this all works. So uh, if you um, enjoyed what you heard here, you want to uh, be on our list and know more about what's going on here in 805. Uh, so you can look at the the number here on the screen, and you can send me an email mark at 805 connectcom And then I want to thank everybody who was on the call. They're really short, right? There's a really crisp and quick. Uh, and Patrick, thank you so much. Um, look for Town on uh, iTunes or whatever uh, podcast um, uh, app
1: you use.
0: Uh, they're, they're great. There's uh, new shows every week. They record on Tuesday. We post on Thursday, I think, right? Yep. That's correct. So if you learned something today, tell somebody. Um, this uh, recording here will be up Uh, in about an hour and a half. And Patrick Milroy podcasting. And uh, again, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Citrix. These are talks with interesting people. You want to know better. Patrick, thanks again. I really appreciate it, bud.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye, everybody.